everybody and welcome to the DS Live podcast episode number 34 recording live on Saturday August 16th 2008 at newcoda.com live as always I'm your host Lloyd Hannison the webmaster of newcoda.com that's n-u-k-o-d-a.com and joining me and wiping his eyes oh, are you tired so, you tired so, so, so close dude. Oh. we almost had the perfect intro we almost had the perfect intro and and my, my buddy who's making fun of me Edgar first <laughs> <laughs> how's it going man Dude, it's going good. You saw me wiping my eyes only because um, I'm kind of liven it up for this podcast. Awesome. You have to liven it, liven it up. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my Strong Bad hat and my Strong Bad t-shirt. I mean, that's as live as you're going to get on this show. And plus, gonna... Whoa, giving you a little anxiety, but you, it's pretty awesome. You are cutting out like a son of a gun, man. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's move into uh, let's move this. We don't have any announcements this week, so uh, let's get into uh, what have you been playing, Edgar? Let's try this again. What have you been playing? All right. So hopefully I'm not coming out too bad right now. But um, I know I haven't had too much of what I've been playing as of late. I'm going to change that. It's going to be a whole new Edgar. I'm not actually going to buy more stuff, play more stuff. You might actually play games at the same time as doing a video game podcast. Yeah, that'd be probably a good thing. You are I'm a wild and crazy guy, my friend. I know, I know. Living on the edge, like that rock song. Uh, so yeah, I will be uh, probably uh, purchasing a couple games. One of them um, we're going to talk a little bit later about, um, so I won't spoil it now. And Lloyd is showing off his Trogdor t-shirt. So that was a very good impression. That dude. was pretty Not good. That. I've been practicing. <laughs> so unfortunately, all I've been really playing on the DS is Guitar Hero, and it was only because uh, hanging out with uh, Steve and friends, waiting in line, and pretty much that is now. I thought it was going to be a big deal carrying the little, you know, keyboard. Uh, uh, oh, look at that! He's one of our uh, fans is a uh, pimping another shirt. We need to have shirts. We do need to have shirts. With the new, the new the new logos that we have for new coda that would make a really really hot t-shirt yeah. so uh yeah a little guitar hero and uh a little professor lane but i swear on the next podcast by the heavens above i promise you there will be uh other games that i would have pl- have played between now and actually next weekend i believe i'm off you're off yeah what? remember Oh, that's Off, right. Like, palm dress. Yeah, we're, dude, we're not. Be uh, around. We're not even gonna podcast next weekend. That's mm-hmm. right. I forgot about and that. And I will be on vacation, which means that this is actually perfect because I'll take my DS with me. Sweet. Well, then there you go. There you go, man. That's the perfect time for you to get in there and uh, play some games. But you, my friend, I know you've been playing a lot. Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. All right. Well, I've been playing uh, actually. A lot of things, uh, a lot and a lot and a lot of things, which is weird because I've been sleeping. So how can I actually get time to play games and sleep at the same time? Usually that, that the two do not happen at the same time. I've been playing, uh, I'll cover the DS game after. I've been playing a little bit of Alone in the Dark on the 360 for a review. Uh, I was sent a copy from Atari and uh, had to play through it and suffer through it a little bit. Um, it's, a, it's a great game in areas um, and it's a really kind of not great game in other Dude, areas you don't even have a 360 podcast uh, what are you doing for, getting review copies for, of 360 games well it's for newcoda.com 
Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Not for the podcast, but I talk about it in the podcast because that's good. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's it's decent. Uh, it's a decent game. Um, you have some really great action sequences, which are really awesome. And then the last half of the game kind of devolves into this huge fetch quest, and it gets uh, really really annoying. But anyway, I'll save that for my review over at newcoda.com. Also, been playing a little bit of uh, Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people on the Wii. Uh, episode one, Homestar Ruiner uh, on WiiWare. Uh, that was a lot of fun as well. Uh, Bionic Commando on the 360, and of course, a whole whack of stuff on my iPhone um, for for some good reasons. Um, but on the DS, since this is a DS podcast, I've been playing a little bit of Trauma Center too. Um, I haven't picked up uh, Final Fantasy IV again. I haven't picked up any of the other games, but I decided to pop in Trauma Center, and I have to say, I really, 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 really like it. Um, it I, even so much more than the first one, actually. Um, the thing that they've really done with this one, um, the, the story kind of continues on from the first game. So you're you're battling the the uh, guilt um, virus from the last one, and kind of the things that happened after it. Um, but the nice thing that they've done with this version is they've added a difficulty selection. So if you were getting your butt kicked repeatedly on the other one, you can dial it down to easy and you can probably beat um, pretty much every um, every operation. So they made it a little bit more accessible to not not even just the hardcore players. Really like that. The story's been really good. Uh, you still play the same uh this the same doctor, um, but you're traveling around the world um, doing the uh, post guilt syndrome PGS and uh, and stuff like that. So really a lot of fun. I'm into almost to the end of chapter three. I think there's seven chapters. Uh, maybe there's ten. Maybe seven. I, I can't remember. So I, I'm probably close to about halfway through. Maybe a little bit further. And uh, really great game. I, I want to soldier through it, beat it, so I can give you guys a review because I, I think a lot more people out there will appreciate this title um, over the first one. If the first one's kicking your butt, uh, this one isn't so so bad. Cool. And did you buy it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, I picked okay. it up. I picked it up. Oh, a couple titles I picked up and just kind of kept in a box because uh, I knew I'd want to play them when I had some time. Um, mm-hmm. And I finally found some time. And yeah, like I said, I've been I've really been uh, been digging it. It's uh, it's really it's so much better than the first one, even though it is technically the same game. But uh, but yeah, no, really, really like it. Okay, cool. What's next? Well, let's uh, let's move on to release list. Uh, it's a little slim pickings for the next week. Uh, I guess Madden. Uh, everybody was on a Madden holiday uh, last week playing their Madden. Um, so this week um, there is a uh, one game, uh, Commando Steel Disaster. Something we talked about on the podcast before. It is the um, the non Metal Slug Metal Slug game. So it looks and plays and sounds pretty much just like a Metal Slug game, but it's done by a third party developer. So um, definitely, if you are a fan of those types of games, uh, this would probably be a good title for you. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up. I'm, I'm thinking about it. We'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see what uh, what what I'm going to do if I even have some time to play another DS game. But I'm sure it's going to sell really well because people like those types of shooters. Yeah, exactly. All right, time to take a break. Yeah, let's take a little break. Let's talk about our good friends over at GoToMeeting. Uh, of course, uh, we're thrilled to announce that GoToMeeting, the best way to conduct an online meeting, just got better because GoToMeeting is now available for the Macintosh. Start online meetings on the fly or schedule them in advance. Everyone logs onto your meeting during a conference call so they see your computer desktop on their computer screen so you can show them what you're talking about. Uh, if you haven't tried GoToMeeting free, now's the time for a free 
a free, as in really free, 30-day trial, uh, visit gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. Uh, that's gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts for a free trial. Uh, this is a great product for people that want to, uh, if you're a graphic designer, if you're a programmer, if you're a web designer and you want to show your clients what you're working on, uh, they basically log into a website, uh, type in the meeting ID, and then they get to see what is actually on your screen. Uh, very, very cool service. One of the few that uh, offers affordable pricing for people that are doing more than one or two meetings a month. Um, so definitely check it out and check it out for free at gotomeeting.com slash tech podcasts. And we, uh, again, thank GoToMeeting for sponsoring this podcast. Dude, while you're having a break, I was totally having a conversation with all the people in the chat room that are awesome. We have a lot of people in the chat room. Not as many as last week, but uh, we, we've had 95 separate people come through um, from when we started till now, which is uh, pretty pretty amazing. I think there's about 15 people. We have four people on camera. We have our yeah. good friend BK Kenny back again, sporting a really funky looking uh headset with the with the mic sticking straight up in the air we got uh phil uh he's a, a member of newcoda.com uh, also known as blackhand we have calvert fan who's waving to the camera and then we have nyardblaburger nyardblaburger hamburger no oh nerbler edgar edgar is yeah, on, on the chat room as well <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> and and we're, we're definitely chatting with you guys. Uh, we, we love doing this live, and the response seems to be really, really good, uh, so much so that we're going to probably be doing this uh, every, every, every week that we can. Not every single week, but probably two or three times a month uh, so we can see our fans and talk with them in real time. So all you guys in the chat room, get your questions saved up because we're going to have a, a question period at the end of the podcast and answer some of your questions live on the air and on tape since we're going to podcast it later you know what time it is what time is it bumper time it's it's what bumper bumper car time bumper 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 time audio bumper time oh that ds news all right, now that Edgar and I are on the same wavelength, let's get into the news. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, really, really quick, uh, that is a, a little bit of a sorry to you guys, the listeners. If you happen to head out to GameStop and trying to get uh, yourself one of those uh, Pokemon-themed uh, DSs, we forgot to give you guys a release date uh, when we talked about it last week. So um, hopefully no one headed, headed out to uh, the store to pick one up. Um, that is, of course, they release uh, tomorrow, I believe, on tomorrow or the 19th. I think they, the, some stories are saying tomorrow, Sunday, some, some, some stories are saying Tuesday. So you might want to um, play it safe, maybe call tomorrow if you're going to head down um, or head down on the 19th. So there you go. If you are, are uh, really excited about getting your um, Palkia and Dialga, I, I, that's from memory. That scares me. Um, wow. um, emblazoned DS uh, with a whole bunch of swag thrown in uh, for the low, low price of 129 bucks. Uh, head down to your local GameStop and do it from there. It's a totally good deal. And this is not a DS um, case that you would be ashamed of. It's actually pretty slick looking. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it looks it looks really, really nice. It's it's yeah. probably the nicest special edition DS that they've released yet in North America. Let's talk about the sequel to the only game that I've been pretty much playing on the DS right now. Oh, which one's that one? Uh, Barbie Horse Adventures? Guitar Hero! That was pretty good. I'm, I'm impressed, man. You, sh- you should take up singing. That would, uh, that would work. I um, do. How do you know I don't? Uh, oh, I already do. That is, that is very true. Your, your alter ego is Justin. I won't, I won't <laughs> say the last name because I don't want to spoil the, uh, the surprise. 
Um, so yeah, of course, Guitar Hero Decades. We talked about it a bit last week, and that is, of course, the sequel to the surprisingly good Guitar Hero game on the DS. Uh, Decades uh, is kind of neat because if you own the first version, you'll be able to play with somebody who pl- who owns Decades. You'll be able to share your songs with them, and they'll be able to share their songs with you. It comes out later this year, um, but uh, the first previews went up. I guess there was a, a bit of an industry event, and uh, IGN posted a, a preview. Uh, and they talked about some of the the set list, which unfortunately is a little bit lackluster for what I would want. Um, but hey, what are you going to do? The next ten or fifteen songs haven't been announced yet, so maybe they'll they'll step it up. Um, the songs that they've announced so far are "Dirty Little Secret" by the All American Rejects, "Crush Crush Crush" by Paramore, uh, "The Takeover." The Breaks Over from Fallout Boy, The Pretender from Foo Fighters, uh, Tarantula by Smashing Pumpkins, which is wow, that's a really old track, which is kind of cool. Um, One Step Closer by Linkin Park, Remedy by Seether, The Middle from Jimmy Eat World, Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I Believe in a Thing Called Love by Darkness. So I don't know, kind of lackluster. Um, since it's called Decades, uh, you'd, you'd expect a whole bunch of like really big hits from each decade. Yeah. So um, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe they'll uh, step it up a little bit for the actual release. Which ones? Uh, which ones do you like so far on that list? Um, uh, oh, good question. I'm I'm a big uh, RHCP fan, so uh, Can't Stop will be kind of fun to play. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I, I kind of liked uh, Smashing Pumpkins when I was a little bit younger. So it'd be, uh, it'd be really cool to play a Smashing Pumpkins track on the DS. A lot of the other stuff is just newer, um, like indie rocky type stuff, which I don't really listen to too often. So it'll probably be interesting to play them for the first couple times. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be my fan, fan. Actually, favorites. the lead singer, uh, of, uh, the darkness sounds very much like the bumpers that I do from time to time. Really? Uh, do you, hey, do you are you the lead singer in the darkness by any chance? I used to be until they kicked me out because oh. I was doing the podcast too much. Oh. I couldn't, I couldn't do shows on Friday, Damn. and that was kind of a hamper, kind of a downer for uh, for touring. But whatever, dude, I'm I'm happy with my choice. Whatever, you got to do what you got to do in the podcast. That's pretty important. M- much yeah. better than the darkness. I don't think the I don't think the the track list was that bad. I'm sure they're saving the best ones uh, to the end. Yeah, no. true enough. But the, usually they they throw out like one or two like crazy yeah. blockbusters. Um, like these are uh, these are really good bands, but they're not like their more popular songs from those bands. Like Red Hot Chili Pepper, you'd expect a, a different song like uh, Danny California or something. Um, yeah. And just like, yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens when they uh, when they get closer to announcing announcing the full track list, which will probably happen right before the game comes out. All right, guys, something I'm pretty excited about. Uh, Rare is uh, making a game for the DS. They're finally, they announced, and it's going to be delivered on September 2nd. Viva Piñata, Pocket Paradise will be coming to your DS. Um, pretty much you could expect, uh, the. it's just like a, a remake of the first one, uh, since the second one is going to be exclusive, exclusive to the 360, which will also be released the same day. Um, they went ahead and remade the first one uh, and made it adapted and adapted it to the DS. Um, in addition to redesigned interface and new control control scheme, Pocket Paradise includes seven all new pinatas as well as a twelve full motion tutorial clips and playground mode in which players can accelerate the development of their gardens. The DS game will also make use of the portable's Wi-Fi functionality, making it possible to swap pinatas locally. 
how much did you play Vivinata? Uh, did not. I downloaded the demo and hatched one or two worms, and then said, "Yeah, I don't really like the the mechanics to move around the um, the garden." So I deleted the demo and never picked up the full version. Ouch. Well. I think oh, hopefully uh, this is more. Uh, I think this game is more conducive to a DS anyway. Mm. If they pare it down the proper way, I think this game could really work on the DS. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and it's it's very much of a a sim slash uh, Animal Crossing type game. So, of course, people are going to get really anal and want to trade their uh, you know their um, their pinatas around and collect them as if they were Pokemon or any other game like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I think it'll be a great game for the DS and a nice addition to the already awesome library. Awesome. All right, well, moving moving on. Uh, this was an interesting announcement. Uh, I guess there was uh, a bit of a developer uh, get-together up in at uh, Koei Canada, um, and they, they announced and demoed um, a new title that they're going to be releasing called Pray the Stars, um, which doesn't really describe anything about the game. Um, basically, uh, I was reading an article about it on the MTV Multiplayer blog, and they're saying that it's kind of a mashup of Katamari Damacy and Pac-Man, if you can kind of figure out what I mean by that. Basically, you play this big, uh, this big gobbling guy who goes around a city, and like, kind of like Katamari Damacy, you kind of have to uh, consume everything that's in the level. Um, where it's more like Pac-Man, is you actually have to eat items to get bigger. So each item you you eat, you get bigger instead of just rolling up items to get bigger. Um, but the the kind of odd thing is, there's a mini game every time you eat something, so you have to like do some button mashing timing kind of like rhythm action gaming uh to eat things so it's interesting uh to see it um uh, you you are uh you control some stuff on the top screen and you have some touch stuff on the bottom screen so it'll be very interesting to see what happens when this game gets closer to release they haven't renou- announced a release date this was kind of their first uh, announcement and their first public showing but I'm a huge Katamari Damacy fan, so it would be really awesome to play something like that on the DS, uh, even if it involves eating things instead of rolling them up. I thought it was uh, interesting enough to uh, report to you guys. So I'll, I'll post the link to the to the story in the show notes, and uh, you guys can check it out and read it for yourself. Yeah, the interesting part about when you were rolling things up is like you could see all the people twitching, like if mm. you were rolling people up and their legs, little legs kicking and... You know, the mooing of cows when you'd roll them up. And so hopefully they can add some kind of, I don't know, maybe he does like a weird burping animation when he eats certain certain things or, I don't know, something to change it up and make it more fun and add that element of surprise when you're, you know, you know eating different things. And like, oh, man, I ate, I ate this human and green burp stuff came out. That's not a burp. Did I? <laughs> something else. <laughs> As a human did something else right yes, before it croaked. Exactly. Uh, that's gross. All right, let's continue. All right. Well, this is another game announcement that just uh, came out. Um, I don't know, do, Edgar. Do you remember a game that came out on the 360 and PC a while ago called Overlord? I do, and every time I try to say it, I mispronounce it. What do you What do you say it as? Um, I well, now that you have me on the spot, I'll probably say Overlord. Oh. Well, but usually, yeah, yeah. Or Overlord. You, so, uh, you, say, you talk in seal talk when you when you describe this game. Uh, okay, well, uh, Overlord came out on the th- on the PC in 360, um, and then I believe it came out on the PS3 a little bit later. Um, it was a really cool game. I played the demo and really, really, really dug it. 
um you basically you're this uh evil overlord guy and you're controlling all these minions and and you basically have your minions like rape and pillage the countryside uh killing villagers and but in a fun way it was in a in a very fun it, it was way. a very fun way like it, it's it's uh it was kind of neat. Car- yeah very very cartoony and you actually control your all your minions with the right analog stick so you could send them to from back and around uh which is using the 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 uh right analog stick and i really really yeah. loved it uh, unfortunately i didn't pick it up for 60 bucks because it seemed like uh it would be too much of the same thing for that price uh well they've just announced that um overlord um is going to be coming to the wii and ds called uh what are they calling it uh, overlord returns um and they're actually going to be releasing a new version of overlord for um overlord 2 uh for the pc xbox 360 and ps3 so we're getting an older um, but redone version of overlord on our nintendo platforms and then they're going to be redoing it um, for, for the, a new version for the new consoles. So kind of a neat way to do it. Um, they released some screenshots of both the Wii and the DS version. And it looks really, really good. You have all the different minions, the different colors that can do different things. And you still look like your evil bad self. So I think I will definitely have to pick this up. Uh, to me, it seems like it's perfectly suited for the portable system. Something, a pick and go, pick up, play level, put it down, go on with your day to day. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's interesting? We could say that type of thing about these games now, but you couldn't say that 10 years ago. Mm. You couldn't say a game as complex as uh, uh, Overlord would be uh, easily adaptable to the DS. No, but then the the announcement of GTA came out and kind of changed everything. Everything. I hope they do. I hope they don't screw up that game. I really hope they don't screw it up. They can't. They can't screw it up. It's going to be awesome. They won't release it if uh, if they're if they're screwing it up they, they just exactly won't. no they can't yeah exactly. they won't tarnish the franchise i i hope we'd hope not would seriously seriously hope not all right uh well wanted to want to talk about a little another game announcement there's been a lot of game announcements i guess it's getting close to the holiday season so mm-hmm. some uh game companies are uh are are uh i don't know showing their cards a little bit where they wouldn't before they were being kind of quiet um here i'm gonna play something and we'll see if you can uh, tell which game i'm talking about without looking at the show notes cheater Anything? Oh no! It's, uh, well, in the world, it's around the world, yeah. Yeah. A really, really awesome old TV show. But where in the world Car- is Carmen San Diego? Uh, is coming to the DS, and they're calling it Carmen San Diego. I'm gonna turn it down a bit. Um, so yeah, so Mindscape uh, is going to be releasing a game called Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Um, or just called Carmen San Diego, possibly. Uh, the really cool thing about that is it is going to be a re-envisioning of the game. So it's not going to be like the old uh, like Apple II games. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different. Probably have some of the same... Okay, I'm going to turn that off. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, I appreciate that. That was really annoying. Sorry, I forgot to turn it off. Um, okay, so, yeah. here for bonus points, does anyone remember the name of the group that would sing? Because they would announce them like pretty much on every show. I cannot re- remember that. Anyone? Anyone on the forums? Any? I mean, on the on the chat room? Anyone remember? Rock. Uh, oh, Rock there you go. Yeah, I think that's it. Rockapella. Rockapella. That's, that's right. what it is. I knew it was something to do with acapella, but I couldn't remember yeah. what they were called. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah basically uh, there's nothing else really known about this game other than the fact that it was leaked by the esrb so the esrb is uh doing what they always do leaking all the cool games before they can actually get a, a real announcement by the game company um doing the the game 
So, so if you, <laughs> if you guys are, wow, if you guys are fans of uh, Carmen Sandiego, uh, or if you've never played it uh, before, this might be a, a neat little trivia question and answer kind of game for your DS coming soon. All right. Let's hit up the next little piece of information. Oh, I've, I've been talking so much this podcast. My throat is is getting really dry. Um, this is the, the last game announcement. Um, is it? Actually, let me check. Yes, this is the last game announcement for this podcast. And this is a new puzzle game by EA, and it's called Henry Hatsworth in the Puzzling Adventure. Um, and you play, you control an old kind of English looking old guy and no, this is not a, uh, a, a redone version of, um, of w- what that game was. Professor Layton. Yeah. Professor Layton. This is not a professor Layton sequel, even though it seems like a direct ripoff until you see the screenshots. So EA is coming out with a new game, uh, for early 2009. So they're thinking, uh, early before spring 2009, it's going to be, uh, platforming uh, on the top screen and puzzling on the bottom screen. So you're going to have to do, uh, like do some, some really, I guess more simplistic puzzles on the bottom while you're doing platforming to, to either change the, uh, the environment, uh, create items and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, so it's another puzzle game. Um, hopefully it's going to be as good as professor Layton coming from EA in early 2009. Um, and, uh, EA's, uh, um, what is it? What's the guy's name? Robert Nashak, who's the uh, VP for EA Casual Studios, says the innovative elements of the game have the potential to appeal for, to both Nintendo enthusiasts and the more casual DS players. So they're definitely targeting this as a more casual game than the uh, action-y kind of titles. Awesome. All right, guys. For the last little bit of information, I just want uh, a little bit of news. I wanted to talk to you a little, uh, a little bit about a... Um, a developer came out recently and criticized the DS. Um, I, I believe we mentioned it before about the market being saturated with too many games. It's hard to filter out the good from the bad. We try to do our best here to guide you in some ways, and hopefully you'll guide us to guide others, if that makes any sense. Um, and that's where your reviews come in. But besides that, um, he went on to say that uh, he thinks that original originality is being killed by the the distribution channels that uh, companies like uh, Toys R Us, um, GameStop, pretty much only put out the top-selling games, order small numbers of the unknown games, um, and push the games that are tied to um, franchises or by other intellectual properties more so than the unique and individual games. And before, when the DS first came out, these original games are what defined the DS. If you remember, there were little quirky games like, um, what was it, uh, Touch, uh, Feel the Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were easy to find. And they were, like I said, the DS was kind of characterized by it. But now more than ever, um, there are so many, there's a flood of games out there because everyone wants their, their hand in the cookie jar at the same time. And uh, unfortunately, it's leading to clones and ripoffs and other uh, type of games like that that are in there just for, to make a quick buck and you know to get right back out, um, and I feel a little bad, but at the same time, like I think he's kind of whiny at, uh, as well, because he actually the reason why he's saying this is because he has a game out um, called Soul Bubbles, and I went and did a little research about it, and it was released back in June. Um, it's a puzzle game, puzzle action game, more of a platformer, uh, and it got decent reviews all around. Um, and let me ask you this, Lloyd. When you think of an exclusive game tied to a uh, a specific retailer, what type of game do you think? A really, really, really 
bad game. Yeah. yeah. See, and that wasn't the case. Um, I'm not sure why they decided to go maybe uh, you know exclusively with Toys R Us, um, and maybe that's why he's speaking out. Maybe it didn't sell that well through Toys R Us, but it kind of perplexed me. Uh, and I went and did a little research, like I said, and found out it actually got decent reviews. So I will make it my mission to play enough of this game by the next podcast that I could give a decent review. All right. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I want to also throw it out there. Like, what do you guys think? I mean, we make fun of games like, um, you know, babies and, um, you know, horses and, and ty- games like that. But do you... Do you see, are you guys guilty of this as well? Are you guys part of the problem? Have you guys purchased games without really, uh, you know, looking to a source to see if the game was going to be good? Or um, do you like the the fact that some of these shovelware games are coming out and, you know, expanding the market a bit more? Um, you know, what do you guys think? Send us emails. Let us know. Uh, I personally, I could see why he would say that but at the same time i think you know compared to other consoles in the past i I still think the ds is um is still a breeding ground for great games and especially original games Mm -hmm. um i think the touch queen almost enforces it at from time to time yeah uh but uh yeah i don't i don't think it's any worse or uh any worse than like the playstation one used to be um, I think the PlayStation One had a, a bunch of games that were just kind of thrown onto it later on in its life cycle. Yeah, uh, I mean, just to sell copies. That that happens. Like the the PS2 was the same way. Like uh, when you get to the near the end of a of a particular system's life, you, you get a lot of people that are just throwing out games that took them three months to do, uh, just because they know that they're going to sell a, a like ten fifty, yeah, like ten or ten thousand copies, fifty thousand copies, something like that. Um, so they're still making money. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, it's a good question, it, but it is kind of disappointing to see so many lackluster games being announced for the DS, uh, and yeah. and not so many like AAA titles, except for like GTA and some of the other ones which have been announced. Yeah. So the name of the game is again uh, uh, Soul Bubbles, and um, I'll be trying it out. It got like an eight on IGN, so it can't be horrible. And I I'm like, why would they just release exclusively to Toys R Us? I, m- I imagine they probably gave them some kind of uh, advertising must, dollars. Must and, have been a money hat yeah. involved or something. Yeah, exactly. It's just I just don't think of Toys R Us when it comes to exclusive games at all. Anyway, nope. You know, I, and so, anyways, uh, I think we're done with the news. Let's go on to the next section. Yeah, let's get into uh, some some listener mail. DS Life Touchback. Alrighty, we only have one email today, and it is not actually related to the DS. But he sent <laughs> he sent multiple emails to all my email accounts, so I wanted to answer it on on the air. And this isn't a, a an invite for everybody to do the same because I'm I'm quick with the delete button. But anyway, Simon writes in. He says, "Okay, guys, I know that this is a DS related podcast, but I have a question that is completely off topic, which is usually a good way to get your email deleted." Uh, I'm 13 and I play a lot of M-rated games such as Bioshock, Assassin's Creed, Halo 3, Gears of War, and Resident Evil, and I'm wondering if you guys think that Grand Theft Auto 4 would be appropriate for me. Uh, I feel like I'm missing on out on one of the best games of my lifetime, and some of my friends have it, so what do you think? And wow. let me let me tell you why I'm including them in this podcast. I know we have a lot of uh, non-adult listeners, and I just wanted to mention that... Uh, well, personally, uh, I would not allow my son to play uh, Resident Evil 4 um, because of the. it's not just there's violence. It's not just that people's heads are getting blown up in a comical way. There's actual like real discussion about organized crime. And it's like watching an, an M-rated movie more so than a PG-13 rated movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I Were you going to continue? or did No, I was just going to say like... It, 
asking us really isn't going to do it for you. It all depends on your maturity level. And it really also depends on what your parents say, uh, because they're the, the ones that are supreme rulers over uh, what you can play on your console, or at least that should be how it is for, for most. Uh, that's how it's going to be in my house anyway. I'll, I'll put it that way. Right off the bat, this, I mean, Simon sounds like a very mature 13-year-old. Hmm. But at the same time, um, regardless of how mature, like, there's just certain things that you don't really want. Like, to be honest, if I would have played Grand Theft Auto when I was 13, I would have appreciated it on a totally different level than I appreciate it now. Um, I think I would have been, like, just in shock of, like, some of the things that are said. But when you play Grand Theft Auto, playing Grand Theft Auto now versus, you know, if I would have played when I was 13... There's so much more humor and nuances and subtleties that I pick up on mm-hmm. um, because of other media that I've been exposed to and because of other stories and because of other um, worlds and cultures that you're, that you're exposed to. So Grand Theft Auto is a very deep game. I mean, and it sounds kind of odd to say because it's known for you know, running over prostitutes and drug dealing and whatnot. But the, the uh, characters are very well driven. Um, and the dialogue is very well written. Oh, speaking of GTA, dude, guess who was in my studio the day before yesterday? Uh, who? The guy that plays Nico Bellic. The guy that played. Sorry, you cut out right there, or just as you're about the... to say who it was. Roman. Oh, Roman. <laughs> that was my cliffhanger. Yeah, dude, I got. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe I can find it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lloyd, pa- stall for a second, okay? Okay, I'm gonna do a dance. Do Okay, Edgar is actually, you could see him on camera rummaging through his pile of stuff. So I guess he's looking for uh, either a signed copy of the game or he is looking for some sound. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, he's me? back. Back. Oh. Look, check this out. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. And fortunately, it's a, a video thing. But look, that is oh, a you game got, disc. You got the game disc signed by Roman. Uh huh. It says, "Do you want to go bowling?" Uh, nice, dude. That's, it was so awesome. That's it, funny. Like I spaz, and it was like the first time I was like actually starstruck. I was like, because we were all talking, we we're talking about video games, and doing like a little show, which I can't really talk about. But mm-hmm. they were recording a pilot, and all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, I did Grand Theft Auto." I was like, "Dude, you're Jason. You're Rhett Roman." This is awesome. Mm-hmm. You've seen the Rent Roman skit, right? Yeah, that that's uh, he did some YouTube videos where you could Rent Roman. I'll Rent I'll Roman. come to your house and and tell you to go to to hell if for, for five dollars <laughs> or a pizza. It was a pretty funny set of uh, YouTube skits that he did. Yeah, it was good stuff. So, anyways, um, like I said, dude, you're I could already tell you're a, a very mature kid for even even presenting this question because if I if it was me. I would have snuck in somewhere and played the game and watched Playboys while doing it and smoking cigars and, you know, I don't know, killed a prostitute or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're actually bringing it up and you're asking us about it is pretty cool. And you know what? Bring it up with your parents. Um, I think they would appreciate you even coming up to them and ask you to think about the situation. And, uh, you know, if maybe if you're uh, – I, I think they um, – I think it'd be good to have a conversation with them mm-hmm. versus us. Is that it? Yeah. I, I think, think we're done. That's about it for, do we have any uh, listener questions? So you guys in the chat room, do you have anything you want us to answer? Uh, the first one, uh, let me see. We have one. Uh, we have one from Andrew. Uh, when is Pokemon Platinum coming out in America slash Canada? 
Uh, so I am looking right now to see if it's been released or the date's been released and it has not. It's still TBA. So they haven't announced when it's going to be. I think it's coming out in November in Japan, if I remember correctly. So it's probably maybe uh, before the uh, Christmas uh, season, uh, but maybe uh, early in spring. Uh, we'll, we'll probably know a little bit more as we get into like the September, October time frame. Yeah. And uh, Coeldo has a uh, stylist question directed to me. Uh, he asked, and I know Lloyd's going to make fun of this because he doesn't like Star Wars and he doesn't like fun or cool. Oh, shut it. Uh, but uh, anyways, he's asking about the stylus and asking uh, if they're going to light up and which ones and how they work. Um, there's two sets I know of. Um, you'll get a, a two-pack of ones that light up and then there's a three-pack of ones that do not. I've been looking everywhere to figure out um if they'll fit the ones that light up they'll still fit perfectly into the ds because i don't know what kind of battery it uses if it's gonna light up you know because there are a lot of ds's out there that uh ds stylists or styli um that just kind of don't necessarily go in the pocket mm-hmm. so i'm worried about that because i don't want to carry a whole other stylus just because it lights up although but but you that's would still pretty, pretty i mean well no i probably i pretty much would, would i would have taken it to uh to clone wars yesterday if i if i had it i was gonna say you, you're already carrying your your two uh, like full-size lightsabers that you carry with you everywhere anyway so what's yeah. a little tiny stylus to take with you well i think that would be overkill lloyd oh. come on let's be realistic here sorry sorry that's right yeah. so um as far as uh, – people don't really know the specs. Just, they're not out yet. But believe you me, the day that they're available, Amazon will be overnighting a set to me. And you'll have a review on this podcast. Awesome. Review of a stylus. Can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's, actually, right. I'm going to dedicate the entire show to the review of the stylus oh, and okay, to Star we'll, Wars. We'll, do, and we'll do a full Star Wars show then. Just just okay. with you talking and me saying, Thank you're you. a loser, Edgar. <laughs> you are a loser. <laughs> okay, uh, last question, I think, unless someone else has anything else. Uh, it's from Calvert Fan, and it goes, uh, it's to me, directed to me. Dazmi, did you ever finish Zelda? Are you planning on returning to it? What percent of games do you actually finish? And are you disappointed with that figure if it's low? Um, Zelda, no, I did not finish. I got to uh, like the fourth iteration of that time dungeon, and I just could not not like bear to get through it again it was just um it was it was becoming a chore to to play the game so i i kind of put it down and i haven't touched it yet um percentage of games that i actually finish is really really low uh because i play so many games so i i can talk about a lot of different games out on uh, the podcasts and on the websites and stuff like that um I'd, I'd say maybe 15, 20% of the games that I buy, I actually finish. And usually it's not till a lot later unless I'm doing a review for the sites or the podcast. So um, I, I have a big pile of games and I've actually traded in a lot of games uh, to get them out of my house and stop staring at me because it does feel uh, a little bad. And I, I get a little guilty when all the games are staring at me and saying, why don't you want to play me and finish me? So, uh, yeah, I, I got a big stack of games I got to get through. And uh, it keeps growing uh, now that I'm playing iPod games and 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 WiiWare and and Xbox Live Arcade and Xbox and PS3 and uh, games on my toaster and uh, games on uh, GPS and uh, LARPing a little bit of LARPing games as well. So a lot of games. Okay, that you now you lost me. What the hell is LARPing? <laughs> I thought uh, I threw that in there because I thought it was something you'd know about. That's a uh, live action role playing. I thought with you and your Star Wars get up that you go uh. and hang out with other Star Wars people and pretend that you're part of the Force. And you know uh, what? You know what? All <laughs> hate mail should be sent to Lloyd Hasen. 
at PG Revolution. What is your email now? I don't even know your email anymore. What's your email? Uh, Lloyd at newcoda.com is an easy way to get a to get a hold of me. Send him hate mail because he sucks balls. <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty violent <laughs> there. All right, well that's gonna about do it for email. Uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, and that's actually that is for sure going to be all that uh the email that we have no one else is asking questions thanks to everybody sitting in the chat room uh but that's going to about do it for this episode of the ds live podcast do you want to uh you you, you want to talk a little bit about uh, how they can talk contact us edgar since uh you want uh, people to email <laughs> me and uh and, and send hate mail to me anyway all right guys you can send all hate mail to um ds life podcast at gmail.com if you want to visit us on the interwebs as lloyd likes to likes to say visit us as dslifepodcast.com and our voicemail is 206-326-1221 that 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 number again is there you go 206-326-1221 that was my best edgar impression yeah thanks thanks lloyd that was pretty good Wow. All right. Yeah, wow. That's right. We're out, dude. <laughs> thanks, guys, for joining us for another episode of the DS Live podcast. Uh, thanks for staying subscribed, and we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks since we won't be doing a show next week. Peace out. Later. DS Life, your DS News source. source, 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 source.